Folge von The Canadian Wants to Know. Ein Podcast für Englischlernende in Deutschland, der kraftvolle Geschichten und anregende Fragen nutzt, damit ihr auf unterhaltsame Weise eure Sprachkenntnisse verbessern, vertiefen und festigen könnt. Hier ist euer Host, The Canadian George Mabletta. Hello Paige and welcome to my podcast. This is so exciting. Hi George, I'm super happy to be here. Thank you for having me. You know, you are my inspiration and I'm sure I've already told you that. You are an inspiration to me as a small business owner to see what is possible. So it is really, really exciting that you are actually here and that you're going to tell us your story of how you started a business and everything that went into it so that you could be the big boss lady today. <laughs> Thank you. That's so sweet. I have to say you are my inspiration when it comes to changing your mindset. I think what you did um, over your time in Germany was very impressive. So um, thank you. <laughs> you see, we're, we're both Canadians here. Huh? We're very, we, we flatter each other. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> <laughs> so how did it start? How yeah. is it that you started your own business? Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it started... The very, very, very beginning. It's kind of a long story, so we'll start at the beginning. So when I was in my fourth year of my undergrad degree, I was studying for exams, and I was honestly really not interested in studying for exams. I had just done so many exam periods, and I was really just not down. And so instead of studying, which is what I should have been doing, I started just reading travel blogs. And um, there was one specifically, which I loved, which was called The Londoner. And I was just binging this girl's blog. Um, and as I was reading it, I was just thinking like, huh, I want to start a blog. Like, this seems really cool. I want to do the same thing. And so um, I started Googling how do you start a blog and like how to get traffic to your blog and how to gain an audience and that sort of thing. And I had like no background, no background and anything to do with websites, did not study it, had never studied marketing or tech or anything at university. And can you um, tell us what you did study at university? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I studied recreation and leisure. So I have both an undergrad and a master's degree basically in play and how to organize and manage, um, I don't know, recreational programs and events. <laughs> Do you think that exists in Germany? No, it doesn't. Because when I got here, I had no job options because they're like, what is that? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, only in North America. I know. <laughs> Even in North America, it's pretty niche. Uh, you take that over to Germany and they're like, nah, that's totally not legitimate. Like you say you have a master's. I don't believe you. <laughs> yeah. So you started reading this blog and learning about blogging. Right? Yeah. So I was reading yeah. this travel blog, got inspired, wanted to do it myself and started Googling how to do it. And so I didn't even know how to build a website. And so I started searching how to build a website. And I learned there was these things called website building platforms. I think in high school, I had heard something about like HTML building a website or something. Um, but at this point, thank thankfully, they had built website building platforms like WordPress or Blogger or Squarespace. So yeah, so there was all these different website building platforms. And so I ended up testing all the different ones and tried the free trials on them. And I found when I was on Squarespace that I could just most easily take the thought of what was in my mind of what I wanted to build and put it onto the actual page. So that's the one which I ended up going with. And so I created my travel blog. And it's funny, I actually remember working that summer, I was working as a camp supervisor. And we had a few weeks to plan all of our camp programs. 
again, related to my degree. And um, I basically spent my camp planning time instead, like redesigning my blog again and again and again, because I just really loved changing the look and the layout of the blog. And um, so, yeah, so spent all the time redesigning it. And then after that summer, I went off to go do a master's degree. And on the second day of being there, I knew basically no one. I went from Canada to Mississippi in the U.S., which is the very south um, of the USA. And so I didn't know anyone there um, except for my roommates who I had met online. And so the three of us met each other. And then we were just like, okay, we need more friends. So let's go to the bar and go meet people. And so we went into this bar and I walked past these guys who were speaking German and I knew what German was. I had gone to a Waldorf school as a child. So I knew what German sounded like. And so I was like, oh, they're speaking German. So again, we're trying to make friends. I tapped one of them on the shoulder. I was like, hi, excuse me. Like, are you German? Um, And so we just started chatting. And so that was actually now my husband. Um, So we actually just met that night and then went our separate ways. Um, we actually met up again, like a month later, we met each other in the library again and realized it was the same person, (laughs) um, that we had met before. And so, yeah, so doing the master's degree started dating him. Um, and then he went back to Germany. I stayed in Mississippi. We decided to date long distance while I finished my master's degree. And then once I finished the degree, I decided to move over to Germany. And once I got to Germany, I had some ideas of like what I could potentially do in Germany. Um, At this point, I really spoke absolutely no German. Um, So I spent three months going to like an intensive language school. And even still, though, after going through three months, like you have the basic basics, you're still in like a level, which is not going to get you a job anytime soon. So I realized that my job options were basically nothing. Again, we were in Hanover, Germany. It's not a super international place, not a lot of English speaking jobs like you would find in Berlin or Munich or anything. Um, And so, yeah, that's when I realized like, okay, my options to work here are pretty much nothing um, unless I want to work in a kindergarten or if I want to serve at a bar in an English speaking pub. And I was like, well, those aren't really the careers I envisioned for myself after going to school for six years. And I had a lot of student debt to pay off. So I was like, I need a decent paying job. (laughs) Um, And so that's when I went back to the web design thing and the blog that I had built and figured like, you know what, I know how to build websites. And so maybe what I should do is try to find clients online, English speaking clients, and build websites for them because that is a honestly, very like, um, how do you say high ticket item? Um, did you know anyone else who was already doing that in your network? No, no one, (laughs) no one, no one, like no one who I know had been a business owner or an entrepreneur or anything. Um, I had seen some blogs of other girls who were sharing like, Oh, this is how I built my business. Or there wasn't so much at the time. There's a lot more of that now, but there was like a select, like, I don't know, two people who were sharing like, this is how I got started. And this is the project I just did for a client. Um, but no, I didn't know anyone personally. And you took the leap yep. into the unknown. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. So um, I actually tried once a first time to start my web design business. And I just had the most unbelievable barrage of awful negative thoughts running through my head. Just like, 
you can't do this. You're not going to find clients. You're not a legitimate website designer. You don't have a background in this. You don't have an education in this. Why should anyone hire you? All these other designers are better and they're getting all the best clients. And it was just like this constant loop in my mind of awful negative thoughts. And And was that only you or was it also coming from people around you? No, thankfully not. I do have to say, kudos to my husband. Um, He was extremely like he, I don't know. I think having someone who your significant other, if they are, I don't know, supportive or kind of believe you can do it. I mean, he didn't fully, how do I say he didn't fully believe, but he also wasn't negative against it. He was like, yeah, I think you can do that. But like, what also wasn't really sure. And I was also like, I think I could, but I'm not quite sure. So it wasn't like full confidence, but I was like, I have a feeling maybe I could get some clients. Um, so yeah. And then outside of myself, um, again, I had just moved to Germany. So, and then people back home, they didn't really know what I was doing. So it was basically just like myself and my husband. <laughs> um, and so he was definitely very helpful. Um, but what I had to do at that point was I realized I was sitting there every day and I just was self-sabotaging myself with these awful thoughts. And so that's when I realized I need to do something about the thoughts going through my brain. Otherwise I cannot do this. Um, And so that's when I got a boatload of self-development books and a lot of like positive mindset things and money mindset and everything. Um, And just like immersed myself in these books and started doing the practices that they would recommend. Um, And that's when, well, actually, okay. So then I got offered randomly a job at a kindergarten part-time as a bilingual, like English, at a bilingual English kindergarten. I did that for three months, hated absolutely every second of it. Um, and did I tell you I also worked at a at a school yeah. in Hanover? Yes, I remember. Yeah. For you one whole year? Did not like it. One very. whole year, like one <laughs> whole school year. I love kids, like no question. Same and- here, but I cannot work with them. <laughs> <laughs> I can even work with them because, again, I had worked as a summer camp counselor and supervisor for literally nine years. So I loved working with kids. But just when I was thinking about, like, again, I just finished a master's on full scholarship. I was like, what am I doing working in this kindergarten? Like, this was not what I envisioned for my life. Also, awfully paid. And again, I had student debt to pay off. So I didn't have that luxury of just, like, making no money. Um, And it was mostly, it was, uh, I'd always been also, I guess you could say, fairly ambitious. And it was just not what I had imagined myself doing. And didn't live up to what I wanted to be, I guess I would say. Um, and so that- So do you think that doing those three months and then realizing, oh, I can't, I don't want to do this. Did that push you to further develop your, your business? Yes, absolutely. That kindergarten, I am so grateful for it, was the absolute best motivation I've ever had. Because again, coming back to it was September, I finished the language school for three months. Then I started my web design business technically full-time once the language school ended and then had these awful thoughts going through my head. Then like a week or two later, this part-time job just fell in my lap and I was like, okay, I'll do that. Did the part-time job for three months and was just like, this is, I absolutely hate every single second of this. Like, And so that was honestly the motivation to get my acting gear to figure out how to make this business work and how to get over my mindset problems. So it was in January, the beginning of January that year that I was like, quit the kindergarten and was like, I'm going to find a way, come hell or high water to get clients and find clients online um, and make my web design business work. And so it was that January 
um, that I, I did a few things. I started blogging consistently. So I started creating content online all about building a website on Squarespace, website strategy, Squarespace tutorials, those sorts of things. And um, slowly but surely, that is not a fast marketing strategy. I have to say it's an amazing marketing strategy, but it's a slow burn and it takes a good amount of time to build something like that up. Um, But over the course of a few months, I slowly but surely started getting traffic to the website and getting inquiries into the web design business and then eventually consistently landing clients through all the content that was posted on the blog. So that is how the whole like web design side of the business started. Um, Now I do something kind of different, um, but that's where the whole like figuring out how to build a web design business actually started. How did you keep the motivation to to be disciplined with it? Because that's something that I've struggled with is I love to start new things, (laughs) but the consistency isn't always there. And I know I'm not the only person who struggles with that. I think... The one thing, so specifically with blogging, yeah, like I was writing, spending hours and hours every single week writing these blog posts before you ever see any results from them. It took like six months until I was getting clients through the blog. But after that point, it just kept coming. But again, I was consistent twice a week, 2000 word blog posts for six months until that really like took off. Um, But I think how I got the motivation was one, I knew that this was a strategy that worked because everyone I had inundated myself with information on how to find clients online. And so consistently people were saying like blogging is what changed my business. It was made it took off. And so I was like, okay, this has been proven that this is a strategy that definitely works. Um, and I believe that. So that was one aspect was like doing something that I knew would lead me to the result if I kept going at it. Cause I had seen enough proof from other people that that seemed to be the case. Um, And then the other thing was just the need to make it work because, again, I had worked at that kindergarten, hated it, and was like, I don't have other job options. And if this doesn't work, I'm going to have to break up with my boyfriend and move back home and, I don't know, go do something else, be with someone else. And that was pretty massive motivation. Like, you literally have to figure this out. Otherwise, you're going to have to end your relationship. And I knew it was the right relationship for me. So I really had to. That was honestly the motivation. It was a mixture of knowing I had a strategy that would work if I kept going and honestly, absolutely needing it to work. That's a really great point. I I think I read something that said uh, necessity is the mother of innovation. Yep. Like when you need to do something, Mm -hmm. when you don't have other options, it really pushes you. And it was the same story for me. I'm in Germany. I don't speak the language. And I also don't want to work for someone else. Mm -hmm. So I had to make it work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah. And the thing is, not everyone is in that situation. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's why a lot of people they have dreams and they never fulfill it because they don't need. Yes. Honestly, I have a theory and it it is absolutely this. It is the number of people who I've spoken to who have built successful businesses. They're in a really uncomfortable situation often beforehand. And I, my husband and I have had chats about this and he's like, do you think if you had gone back to Canada and gone and gotten a job in the field that you had intended to, do you think you still would have built your business? Um, And 
I think I would have done it on the side for a really long time and it would have been so difficult. Like I wouldn't have had the same motivation. Uh, therefore, I wouldn't have had the same results and I wouldn't have had the motivation that comes from the results. <laughs> um, and I would have been very comfortable in my job. What I was going or intending to do would have been a well-paid, cushy government job. And so I think that that when you have that, you don't really need to do something else. And so I think that, again, I'm very grateful that I have the business now. And so in a way, it was like a really, it was super unenjoyable at the time. Don't get me wrong, but it led to something really great in the end. And so, how did you deal with those challenging days? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> cry in our living room. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, on multiple occasions. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I would chat with my husband, and then I would just have to pick myself up and keep going. And that was really the old. I mean. Again, like just looking at the situation, I didn't see going home as being like an option or it would have been super heartbreaking to have to do it. Um, so that's what that's what kept me going. I think that's, again, the nice thing about having to do it is the things that I felt so uncomfortable to do. Like I remember hosting my first webinar and I swear the whole day I just felt like puking. And I just, everything in me just did not want to do that. I was absolutely terrified to do that. I remember doing my first Facebook live. It was like a minute and a half long. And I was absolutely just like so scared to go live on the internet. Um, but again, I had to do it. So I just sucked it up and got on with it. And now doing those things is super easy to me. Um, but yeah, it was definitely scary at the beginning. I think... I, I think a lot in metaphors. I don't know if I told you, but I write poetry. So mm -hmm. <laughs> I think a lot. And I think about the eagle soaring through the sky. Mm -hmm. And the only way it can soar higher is when there's more resistance from the wind. Ooh. And that's how I feel about my life here in Germany. It yeah. has been a challenge. But because of those challenges, I have really risen. Mm-hmm. And I am in a better situation today because of how uncomfortable yep. those first two years were in this country. Yes, honestly, I so agree. And I think that when you build a business, even as I hit different levels of business, people always say that like the biz a business is one of the best self-development, I don't know, practices you'll ever <laughs> in go through. And it's true at every new level of business, you also get challenged with new problems and the problems don't just go away, unfortunately. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, at every level, I've had to really work on my self-development and my mindset and all those issues. Um, because at each new level, you new level, new devil, it's still like, you still have the problems and you still have the resistance. And again, the more resistance and the more you overcome it, just the higher you go. And where are you today? Yeah. Um, well, now I run a business which is in the same general idea, but looks very different than what it did before. So as I said, I had done all of that blogging and that led me to eventually booking out the business. Like I was getting an inquiry a day. I worked my way to the number one spot in Google at the time for, um, I was the first actual website designer that came up when you search Squarespace website designer, um, which took a lot of blogging to get there, but I did. <laughs> and then I was literally getting like an inquiry a day that would be people who went from Google to a blog post to inquiring. And then I realized like I am one person and I do not have the capacity to serve all these people. And I can create a wait list three years from now, but that's not very useful. I need like more capacity. But at the same time, a lot of people around me, everyone was doing web design agencies and just knowing myself, I was like, I have less than no interest in managing people. Like I don't want to be 
a boss of a team of 15 or anything that would not bring me joy. Um, I really like my freedom. And so that didn't feel like the right thing for me. So I was thinking about other options. And so I determined that online courses felt like the best option for me. It felt like I could teach people how I was building these amazing websites with, and it could be pre-recorded lessons. So no matter if one person joined or a thousand people joined, it wouldn't mean a huge amount of difference in like how much time it takes me um, to serve each and every customer. Like when you have literally a one-to-one client, one client means two weeks of my life. Another course student means, I don't know, another five minutes of customer service. So not a big difference. So that's when I moved into an online course model. Um, And from the first course, after I ran the first course, um, everyone started asking me in the course, they were like, oh, they started asking questions about me working with clients and how I'm finding clients and how I'm managing projects and contracts and how I'm making sure projects end on time. And I didn't at all feel ready to create a course on how to build a web design business, but that's literally what everyone was asking for. Um, And so I was like, okay, if you want to know, like, here's how I run my business. So I created a second course on running a web design business. And um, I've spent the past what if it's two, three, I think it's three years now that I just had those two courses and I was just focused on Squarespace and being a Squarespace website designer. Um, But what I've been working on internally in the past few years has been how do you grow and scale a product-based business? Um, So for me, that looks like a lot of content creation. Now it's not just the blog, it's also YouTube and we're bringing back a podcast. Um, Great, I can't wait. Yeah, (laughs) Um, and also email list building. And so um, in order to scale a business, I've seen a lot of my students, they want to get into things like they want to create Squarespace templates or they want some sort of also like productized service or something which is more scalable than just serving clients one-to-one. And the one thing that everyone needs to do that, whether you're a website designer or literally any other type of business, you need to build an email list to successfully sell products en masse. Um, And so... What I've done is I created a course, new one, on called the Scale with Content Strategy, and that is all about creating content and growing an email list so you're ready to switch over from services to products. And again, that can be for any business. It doesn't have to be if you're a website designer. We obviously have a lot of website designers taking it because that's a lot of my audience, um, but people in other fields take that course too. So that is where I'm going in the future, really helping people figure out if you have a service-based business, if you want to scale, you want to make more money and serve more clients and customers, um, then figuring out how you do that by building the audience. And then eventually I'm also thinking of, it's not out there yet, um, but actually helping people actually build and launch the products as well. So where can I sign up? (laughs) Like you've sold me. Okay, great. (laughs) I want to move from services to products. Okay, amazing. Well, yeah, um, head to pagebrenton.com. There's a little area that says courses. You can go find all the information on the three different courses on there. Perfect. So I'll leave all of that information in the show notes. Mm -hmm. Thank you. (laughs) And what is the future for Paige? Yeah, the future is a move to England, which I cannot wait for. Um, So yeah, personally, it's moving over to the UK. Um, George and I have talked about this, but running a business in Germany, like it's funny because I started my business because I had no job options. And now that I've run a business in Germany, it's extremely bit difficult to run a business in Germany when you're not German and you don't fully understand German. <laughs> um, I can speak German now, you know, conversationally, but not enough to manage the legal and taxes of a German business by any means. Um, so, yeah, we are looking forward to actually moving over to the UK um, at the end of this year. 
And then um, inside the business, the other thing which I'm really looking forward to is I haven't exactly nailed it down yet, but definitely some sort of coaching program where I can help people um, individually to create products and launch those products. So whether that be templates or courses or whatever it is, group coaching programs, um, that's what I'm really looking forward to next. Perfect, perfect. And what is your message to someone who is on the fence about starting a side hustle, starting their own small business? Um, I want you to know that you can definitely do it. Um, I think so often we look at other people and we think, oh, they're so different or they had an advantage or they had more education than I did or something of that sort. And I think the one nice thing which people tend to say about my content is they listen to me and they're like, yeah, she's not that different than I am. Like it's, I don't know. (laughs) I don't think I'm way more intelligent or well-connected or anything than anyone else. And so I truly believe like if I can do this genuinely, anyone who has a dream and they want to start some sort of a business absolutely can do it as well. I'm inspired. Good. (laughs) No, like, and that's what, because we've known each other now six years, I think. Yeah, since a yeah, while. since I mm-hmm. first moved out here, mm-hmm. and just to see your journey and how you've been able to grow your business has really inspired me to say, "Hey, George, you gotta also push." Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, I mean, if you, I, want I have to. the same story. I'm, I'm, I'm a nobody. <laughs> I, like, I don't have any skills with marketing or any of these things. Mm-hmm. But little by little, have grown the brand. Yeah, and, uh, and yeah, today I am where I am. Yeah, totally. Thank you so much for coming for telling your story and hopefully for the listeners out there they get they can get some value and and hopefully this can inspire them uh, to to try something yeah thank you everyone for listening thank you george for having me the only failure in life is not trying Mm -hmm. so try so that was my interview with Paige. i hope you guys got some great tips on how to start a business and what are the things that are necessary in order to be successful as a business owner. I also hope that it inspires someone out there who is thinking about starting a business but is afraid and hesitant. At the end of the day, what you need is consistency, hard work. You don't need to have all the money. You don't need to be the smartest. You can make your dreams come true. Paige is a perfect example of that. I'm interested to get your answers to the following question. If you were to start your own business, what would it be? If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review and share it with your friends. If you want to support the podcast, please consider leaving a tip. That's it for this episode. Azo, bis nächstes Mal.